Good evening and welcome to the Off the Lip Radio Show broadcasting right here from the Santa Cruz boardroom. Beautiful night in Santa Cruz tonight, Neil. It's like it's like it's like old town Lahaina down here. It rained today. You, uh, Did I, you see that? It I was actually making, rained. I was making birdies when it was raining. Oh. I felt like I was in Hawaii because I'm driving down the coast and I'm dr- driving through driving through rain squalls and looking out and seeing the sunset underneath the clouds. And waves. Beautiful day. Oh, and, uh, shh, don't tell anybody. But there was a rumor coming down. By the way, let's introduce our guest. You introduce. Go ahead. Tonight, we're live on Santa Cruz Waves Facebook Live. Welcome everybody, or the few that are on here so far. But tonight, our guest uh, is a legend, a longtime friend, uh, a, a pillar in the community, in Pillar Point community. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jeff Clark, welcome to the show, Jeff. We're stoked to have you here. This is, I think, the third or fourth show. I think third. Probably third, yeah, yeah third something like that. And one of our best, sh- one of our best shows was, was when Jeff Cl- Jeff was sitting there. I don't know if you remember, and like one minute to go before the show kicks off, and the door opens at KSCO, and in walks Richard Schmidt. Do you remember yeah. that? When yeah. it was you and Richard. That was a great, great, good times, man. From you know the early '90s, that was like '91. You know, as Big Bird came back to town here with uh, stories of this giant wave, and you know. He, Rich was not, just took third in the eddy right. and was on his way back. And Bird goes, Dave, Big Bird, he goes, bring your, bring your Waimea gun. And Rich is like, really? Yes, bring it. He brought it. And uh, first time he surfed Mavs, he was just like going, wow. It was, it was a, there was a wave that he wanted 45 minutes from his house. 45 minutes from his house. And right. I, I've been chirping at everybody to come surf that thing with me. You know, the movie, you know, that that all took place in the 90s. But during the se- late 70s and 80s, man, I would bend anybody's ear who would listen. Come, come, I got, I got this thing I need to show you. I think you can ride it. Did you want to show people or did you want to keep it for yourself? Oh, no, man. It was never about <laughs> what they say in the movies, man. Right. It's like anybody wanted to come surf it, I'd show them how to, how to get it. Right. We talked about that earlier tonight. How in that time, in late seventies, early, the, when you saw a car going down the road with a surfboard on the roof, you waved to him. You'd pull over, ask about how spots were. It was a different time. You Today, knew. you wouldn't. No, you knew everybody that surfed. You just knew them. Well, that was a game. We had Richie on the show. What two weeks, three weeks, three, three weeks, four weeks ago? ago yeah. yeah, and uh, that that ta- that that week when he came back from sunset, he had just gotten I think third, and he was euphoric. His brother calls him. We found a better wave in Waimea, and 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 he fell for it. And he said, "Yeah, it was a game changer for him. It was amazing." Did you tell him to not tell people? No, I didn't. Uh, that you know how that how the word got out. Uh, Rufo kind of grabbed one of my eight track tapes, <laughs> or not, yeah, or one of the VHS tapes, and uh, it, um. en- it ended up at the trade show. Uh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Rufo's Boom. fault. Wildfire. It's Rufo. Rufo's fault. Rufo. <laughs> that 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 might be big news because I don't know we've ever heard that Rufo was the one <laughs> who uh, let the cat out of the bag. I'm sitting here getting calls from the trade show, going, "Yeah, I saw the Mavericks video." I'm like, "What Mavericks video?" And uh, but you know what? How great a wave is this to have shared? I mean, it's changed. It's really literally changed big wave surfing at that time in the history of surfing. 
It changed it. There was Waimea, that was the epicenter, and nobody believed me that, that, you know, when it came out in the magazine, Bradshaw's like, how big is that wave? How big is that wave? How big is that wave? And I, I just go, well, Ken, I, I don't think I want to put a number on it because it wouldn't do it justice. Come and surf it. And, and he was blown away. The boards that he brought didn't work, mm. and he, he left them and went back and shaped all new boards. Because it's a just a different animal when you go from seventy degree water to fifty three, fifty five degree. If water. you're lucky, yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. Always a challenge for the. Is Hawaiians. that why Buddhist said? But Buddhist, we we talked to Buddhist the other day, and he says that it, it, even some of the videos he's done has said that for him has been the it's the most dangerous wave in the world. Yes. It's not just the wave; it's the elements. Correct. It's the elements. You know, it's it's like being hit by concrete versus warm soft water i mean hawaii i don't don't get me wrong i'm not saying the hawaii is soft in any way shape or form Correct. i mean right and you know but the density and the and the cold it's the the friction on your surfboard dropping in on a 30 foot wave is way different experience it's bumpy it's chattery it's like it's like you fall you skip it and then, then the s concrete truck falls on you. Um, it's a different animal. So, um, yeah, there's just well, and then you go into the rocks. Yeah, the rocks. If if yeah, the west swells are the best for that because when you take off the peak at Mavericks, you take off behind that rock pile, and by the time you've ridden the wave for 40 seconds, you're kicking out by the last rock, which means if you fall anywhere between takeoff and that last rock you're going into the rock pile it's and hopefully you don't get in too far that somebody can't come and pick you up have you had your back against the rocks <clears throat> i've had the back definitely against the rocks man <laughs> i went you know you're trying to get out of there trying to get that broken board and leash off your leg and you can't get it off your leg and and pretty soon you know you've been trying and pretty soon you, t you look up and you're 20 feet from Sail Rock. It's like, okay, I'm going to stop trying to get myself out of this. A lot of things got to happen right for me to get out of this one. I'm going to relax and let go <laughs> and look for the opportunities right. to save my life. Can we? I'm going to bring up Buddhist again because he told the story about how he won 2010 and how you were involved in it and his whole journey. Uh, we when we sat there listened to him for the first time when he came on the show TC we, you and I were like oh my god we were like I mean, to, to have TC not say anything is he's gnarly but I mean, Chris Burdish is gnarly but, yeah. right but how that obviously that whole journey around the world 42 hours and then of uh, plane rides and and flights and getting on planes and no board showing up no wetsuit to winning it. Yeah. Would you, can you talk about that feat of, of that must have probably the biggest year ever uh, of a biggest wave size of any contest, correct? Biggest waves of any contest held at Mavericks. And there were sets that were so big during the finals and during some of the other heats where nobody even attempted to go for a set uh, for a wave. It was this, just that gnarly. Um, British calls me from, I think it was Amsterdam. Um, he's going, or, is it on? Right. Is it on? And he'd already committed. Committed. So when I didn't call him back, and then when I did call him back, there was no answer. 
he was on the plane. He was coming. He was like, you know what? I'm all in. I hope they which hold is the, the title, of, which is which is going to be the title of his new book. I think he said. Oh yeah. Was all in. Yeah. yeah. He said he's all in. Well, and that's so hard with the uh, uh, the window that was given for the contest, and if you were in an international entry, to get your boards and be there on time is a feat in itself. And Burtis shows up with nothing. Whose board well, did he ride? Who did he get? Was he one of your Jeff boards? Boys. No, it was. So I was building Chris's boards, and you know, following my models, his models. They were they're all really similar rocker plan and and bottom plan small so they were small in size yeah like nine two right nine nine three nine five he liked riding smaller boards and when he first showed up at Mavericks he was riding like eight tens and I was not in the water when he paddled out and I surfed early but these guys came out of the water and said yeah there's this guy from South Africa and he's just absolutely <laughs> murdering it killing it out there and um i'm like who, who is it I, you know and some guy named chris so i i literally drove out to the parking lot and waited for him to walk out of the darkness because he stayed out till dark and i go man let's go to dinner he goes um no I, i've got to drive to totos right now yeah. so we drove <laughs> all night to totos and served <laughs> totos santos and had an, an epic session down there but the boards that chris road were his model that i had built backups for so when he was he was able to just get right on a board and know that it was the, the how old the old shoe that fits right how it would, would how it would perform yeah yeah there was no mystery you know right. no mystery in uh in my so bottom plan so the first uh, fir the first uh, his first heat he gets wiped out and he gets hit by three or four waves and takes him gets a Gets taken in about a mile. Oh, he and just right? got just beat by uh, the biggest set, caught inside. And I remember him just saying, is this how my day is going to end? Right. I don't oh, my life's going to end because then he keeps life. Yeah. Right. But he made it back into the lineup and he had, he, and, you know, all he had, all he was thinking was you just got to get through this heat. Just got to get through this heat to the next one. And he did. And got through that and all the way through till the finals about ready to start. I've got Washburn on my ski and I've got Burdish laying there on the back of the sled, head down. He has been traveling for 42 hours. Right. Got go beaten up by. Got, <laughs> yeah, I got to my house at 10 30, 11 o'clock that night, slept till probably got four hours of sleep. And now he's been beat all the way through this contest. And. He's laying on the back of the sled, and he, yeah, I hear, Jeff, do you have anything that'll help me wake up, give me some energy? And I go, oh, I have, yeah, I got goo in the in the cubby, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I go, here, just here's some goo, here's some water. You'll be great in 15 minutes. And uh, when you mean goo, that's a legal <laughs> substance, right? Yeah, yeah, legal yeah. substance. Okay. Marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not from Turkey. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so it's an energy gel, and uh, you can buy it at any uh, general uh, nutrition store, or whatever. Right, right. But um, so we paddle back out in the lineup, and um, you know, with the thought of just getting 
getting a couple really good waves. He got one right off the bat under his belt, and then he went, then he went cherry picking, or or big game hunting, right, so to speak. And uh, man, I remember this one wave he got that he paddled into, and as he's starting to drop down the face of the wave, there was a uh, um, a wake came up the face and almost took him out and it's like his cat like instincts he rotated all that energy through the board and him and still maintain balance on a 45 foot wave is that like a drunk getting in a car wreck i mean it <laughs> seems to me you know what i mean like it's just like after that point of his travels his day to survive that yeah, his his survival skills are second to none. I've never seen anybody. But uh, but that, but then okay, so he wins Mavericks, gets a trophy, gets puts money in his pocket so he can go home because he was broke. Yeah, and then, right? Yeah, because he I had mean, no dough. Yeah, he he borrowed money it. from everybody. He borrowed money from his brother, from his friends to get there. And so he's got no money. To but reiterate, that was the biggest ever yeah. for a competition at Mavericks, right? Yeah. And that you've been to every one of them. Biggest ever. Yeah, I, I was contest director for them, and that was the biggest contest. 2000 was really big, where Flea won, and Kelly Slater took second. Um, some really funny stories around that that final. and uh, But, yeah. Tell us one story. 2010. Tell us, give us one story. So, Victor Lopez is doing Water Patrol, and uh, we all – we're sitting together, and Kelly had just gotten a big wave, and he went inside, and and, and um, I was watching him. He showed up 15 minutes late for his heat, their hour-long heat. So uh, that contest was like a marathon. Every every heat was an hour long. <laughs> wow. It was gnarly. And so he'd gotten a, a couple waves, and rode one in and started paddling in. And I go, hey, Victor, go, go see where Kelly, you know, go grab Kelly, see what he's up to. And so he went in, grabbed Kelly, comes back out, and and just as just as Kelly's driving up, uh, Victor's driving up with Kelly, I go, I go, hey, where where are you headed? He goes, man, I, I'm good. And then Skinny and Richie come driving up, and Skinny goes, Kelly, you better get back out there, cause or or cause. Flea is kicking your <laughs> butt. You can say whatever right? you want. This is podcast. You can say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you can swear now. <laughs> so, um, you know, and and Kelly goes, <laughs> take take a flight, <laughs> take a flight, Skinny, and and he paddles away, and uh, Rich looks at Skinny and goes, bro. Skinny, what did you do that for? Now he's going to go win the contest. Right. And he was sixth place at that point. Second place. in, And that was the year Shane Desmond got the 53-foot the XXL award. Right. And uh, so, you know, a lot of funny stories out there. Funny motivation, too. You know, things that, that like, you know, to see Kelly just turn it on and go – go like all the way to the the top will we see another contest at mavericks do you see do you That's foresee something coming um i don't know you know there's so many the politicians really got involved with it and pushing their agendas and 
tell it's so far removed from surfing. Even some of the contests that we've seen, big wave events where guys don't make waves, right? Uh, I mean, it's like, wait a minute, you're changing the way the real pure core surfing is. Like when you went to high school, uh, that barrel only counted if you came out of it, right? Oh, nice barrel. Too bad you didn't make it, right? Right, right. And I think that holds true to today, you know, with with Mavericks and the 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 kind of the, the safety factor and the decision making that goes on out there. Are you going to go on a wave knowing you're not going to make it? Because it's the biggest wave and you'll get the shot and then somebody will rescue you after you pull your blow-up doll. Right. I'm like, that just <laughs> isn't surfing. <laughs> and one of the one of the proponents of of making the waves is like like Ben Andrews. Now here's a guy that's wasn't involved in the last couple of contests. Goes out and two years ago he wins the XXL Big Wave Award. Dark horse from nowhere. So this event that we're doing is not really an event. It's a year-long performance award. So every swell, you know, the photographers are already out there. They're going to be shooting it. Guys are going to be coming in and out of town to ride different swells. So you're breaking news right now on the Off Lip Radio Show before we well get much further into this. It's kind of been talked about. Well, no. It's, I mean, no, you've been social media has been out. But for us, right. it's just news. So before we get ahead of ourselves, we just, just say what you're doing. It's the Maverick Surf Awards, and it is going to Maverick Surf Awards. Our mission statement is to celebrate Mavericks and the men and women who surf it. To, and our objectives are five objectives. I probably missed a couple of them, but to celebrate the men and women who surf it, surf it and help them find sponsorship, equity, inclusion, and environmental stewardship. We are also going to provide sponsors good value for putting, you know, up the uh, the money to actually do this, and then promoting safety. Right. And with those, you know, that's our filter. But that doesn't put stress on you either, right? You can. It doesn't. No. Because before, I think every contest it seems like it's always been drama and stress, and, it, and this doesn't put anything on you. It's just an award, an annual award that a man or woman can achieve. With the permits fees going to over $125,000. Yeah, you can't afford it. Before you can even start to think about right. judges, surfers, insurance fees, right. you know, catering, boats, uh, uh, all of it. Um, we just, let's give it all back to the surfers and the surfing. Let's, re let's reward that. Right. And so... Um, no permit it needed, no permit needed, no, permit no needed. nothing needed. We're not doing an event right. in the water. Perfect. What we are doing is allowing surfing to happen naturally. The photographers show up and capture mavericks that have been capturing it for since 98 when the right. XXL started. Um, the I, think it's a, I think that's a great idea. I that, that number for the permits – is that like one of the highest in the world? Over $100,000? When the Coastal Commission has to give you a permit for a surf contest and the Outside Lands Commission has to give you a permit for a surf contest, something's wrong. Right. There might be some overreach there. Because what's, what's it cost to do a surf contest out here? I think it's like 35 bucks. It's like 100 bucks. I don't know. But yeah, you have insurance and 
I mean, growing up, we joined the Boy Scouts. That's how we got our insurance, <clears> you know. But that just seems almost like it's anti. Let me bounce something else off of you. Okay, with all the, the this per, these permit fees, they fail to recognize that we would bring in over $25 million to San Mateo County every year when we did the event. All the restaurants, all the hotels. I mean, it was like catch Joanne. Joanne, who's been in that harbor for over 35 years, started that business, which we all eat at. She said to me, Jeff, I'm so glad you started this thing. This is the best day of my year. Wow. And the new contest you're yeah. talking about. No, oh, no, the, the all all the past yeah. contests. Right. It it was like a shot in the arm, which was previously Half Moon Bay, a farming and fishing community. Right. And now it's known as one of the epicenters of big wave surfing. Right. And it's kind of a sleeping giant now because we're not going to see a contest this year. Uh, it seems to me uh, the WSL has already said no. We realize that. But your event, what I love about it is I feel like um, the underground guys out there, the young kids coming up, they're not the rock stars. They have a chance. And you're talking some big money. That's that, that you – we're at 50000 right now, and we hope to double and maybe even triple that. Yeah. That's, that's for uh, individual, like the performer of the year type? What would be the grand prize for the male and female performer of the year? I think right now we're at, we're at like 10000 for first, first place mm -hmm. in each category. Do uh, men and women get in the same amount? Yeah. They are. Female performer of the year, male right. performer Getting of the year. Getting the same amount of money. Same amount of money. Okay. Amazing, fantastic uh, thing. It's gonna be fun. And, and what's different is, you know, you want to have your day at Mavericks. Well, it might not be the first swell for you. You might have a bad swell or a bad day. You know, you can the come back. Second one, you. So you're not restricted to that right. 45 minute heat to show up and and throw it all down. Maybe you're, something's out right. of sync. Right. So I think. It's going to really broaden the scope for and and commitment for the guys surfing out there. And you just never know. A Grant Washburn could come. I mean, somebody oh, like the big guy. I'm the saying, big guy. like you just don't know. That's well, the beauty of now it. You don't, now you're just removing all the walls and the fences off of the whole thing, and it's open, and it's and it's it's no stress or drama for you, and the the competitors they can come around. They can come from where in the world whenever they want to. They're not stuck with a 24-hour window trying to get there from South Africa in five minutes. They can come whenever they want and try and win that and try they and win that prize money. They can follow the swell that they want to follow. Right. And one of the things that um, I've heard is that, you know, oh, this is going to be a lot more pressure on Mavericks. And it's like I go to the people who've said that. I go, where have you been? Right. You want to see pressure. Look at every swell for the last four years. What I think this is going to do is rather than people surfing to try and get into the contest through a wild card craziness, right? Um, we've eliminated that. And I think the smaller swells are going to probably be less crowded because those aren't going to be the ones that are going to be judged. Right. Uh, you know, they'll be judge, uh, judged, but to um, get into the contest. But, but to be. The biggest day of the year. That the biggest day of the year is where you're going to get the right. biggest waves, the best barrel performer of the year. Let's talk about you for come back to you for a second, and we're gonna, we're coming up and uh, on the eddy, 
right? The Eddie's, mm-hmm. the and you doesn't you you got invited to the Eddie this year. I got invited to the the Eddie Icao Legend Suite with Michael Ho, Derek Ho, Pete Mel. Um, uh, there's there's a few different lines in there, but um, it's and how much it must have been a great honor when you got that when you heard that news. You know, I I was invited. I was so stoked and just blown away. Um, I know Clyde, and uh, you know I used to watch his brother, and was an inspiration to me. Um, and we lost Bam Bam last year. Jackie Baxter was an amazing inspiration, and then Jock Sutherland. Those guys were like the fire. But uh, to be invited into the Eddie, um, I was invited in 97 and was very honored. And I was out surfing with Richie and uh, Clyde, and we're surfing the bay. And little morning breeze, we're first light, we're out there. And, and Clyde's going, where's George? We let's It's 20 feet. We got to run this, <laughs> you know. And uh, But we got a good surf session in. Uh, they didn't hold it. But um, that was the last opportunity that I had to be in, in that event. So you're going to go to the opening ceremony, line up on the sand with everybody else. Yeah, it's an amazing experience. I've al- always had just the utmost respect for the Hawaiians. And uh, every time I go over there, it's like old home week, you know. And, and so from 97, uh, probably 10 opening ceremonies after that i w- made sure i was there and uh you know right amazing and you said you have a couple things going on and a few things but you're gonna you're gonna be there for this i'm gonna be there for this um I, they're gonna have to do some serious work on me here in the next <laughs> month um because uh, what hurts six what hurts <laughs> no it's what doesn't hurt <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh you know Six, I'll celebrate my 63rd birthday coming up soon and uh, just feeling, feeling, you know, I wish I could do what my mind wants to do. Right. But I'm, I'm in the water a lot. I've, uh, I've been riding a hydrofoil a lot. And We've seen that thing right here behind you. Yeah, between. Uh, the postage stamp. On yes. Oh, my gosh. Hydrofoiling has turned two-foot waves into six-foot waves uh, between February and now I have flown uh, something like 128 miles of waves that I've paddled into. And it's just, it's given me a new. Uh, 128 new miles w- of, of waves. Of flying. Of flying. Flying on a hydrofoil. On a foil since February. And, and now, are uh, you using, pa- using, uh, using a paddle, though, correct? Yes, I'm riding a 6.3 or a 6.6 six stand-up paddleboard. Little tiny, stubby things. But once you get up, you don't need the board anymore. You just need a way to get on a wave. And um, it's taken over Hawaii. It's, it's turned spots that were never surf spots into surf spots. Just it's great. And you can always go, hey, we'll go doubles because they're so versatile. You can fly all over the ocean on these things and never get in anybody's way. And one of the things I do out, out, you know, out in lineups is like go, Hey, take off behind me. We'll s- let's not waste not one person wave. Now we can go two, and I can't ride where mm-hmm. the surfers ride, and yeah. they can't ride where I'm riding. Mm-hmm. So we just have a blast. It's interesting, Hawaii. You say that because I was in Kauai last winter, and uh, they fit in Toyota trucks really good. You know, <laughs> all the Hawaiians drive Toyota trucks, and you just see the foil sticking out, you know, and it's really 
growing. We don't see that here as much, yeah. but too much kelp. But you're involved in this industry. You're you're engineering, designing, shaping. Is it growing? It's not growing very very fast. Um, you know, there's a lot of fear around it, which I think is just fear. You know, the the people who who rode horses feared cars, right? And so it's the same kind of thing. It, oh, that looks dangerous. Can be dangerous if uh, you try and attempt it without instruction. It, you know, and most surfers, oh, I got this. And yeah, it's like, yeah. no, dude, bro, <laughs> let me help you. Let me help you get going. Right. And one of my friends, he does airs, he rides Mavericks, he, you know, and he said, yeah, I got a foil, I'm ready to go. And uh, I had to leave town. And I got back, I go, and, and I got busy and hadn't heard him for, from him for three months. And I call him up and I go, How's, how's your foiling going, man? You got to be good by now. He goes, oh, well, you know, <laughs> I went out the first day. I ended up in the ER. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, I told you to call me. It's so simple if you have instruction. It's not intuitive at all. And uh, so the people listening, because you, you, when you look at foil, it looks hard. Um, but you're saying that once you get a few tips and a little time under your feet, it's manageable and you can do this. You, you actually really need to have an instructor with you to teach you how to do it. Is that something you offer at your store? Um, yes, I do. I do. We offer uh, uh, foil lessons at Mavericks Paddle Sports or, or the, the surf shop. The website is what? Uh, MavericksPaddleSports.com? MavericksPaddleSports.com okay. or Maverick Surf Company. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Come on. That's, that's, well, it's interesting because that's something that you never – There's you can get lessons and everything, but I have not heard of a foil lesson, so it's good for I someone watching the show. We saw Budish today. We, you, you sent me a picture, right? Budish, right, flying around, yeah, some giant wave, and I don't know where he was, but like – I know where he was. Was he? Where was he? <laughs> was he backyard? In his backyard. In his backyard. <laughs> In his backyard. <laughs> okay, so we ask our seasoned guest, and since you and I are the same age – we may have asked him. I this don't know. Before. I'm asking him again. Okay, here we're we go. asking our seasoned guest y your favorite de your favorite decade, year, or surf moment. Oh my gosh, '91, riding my favorite ten foot single fin that you that you shaped that I shaped. I actually shaped uh, Broglio glassed it, but I uh, I broke the fins off of that one and I cut out a big single fin and I shaped the fin because you couldn't really get high speed fins um, th there wasn't enough attention paid to it and I paid a lot of attention to it so 91 I'm riding a 10 foot single fin it's uh, 20 inches wide I'm uh, I'm surfing the lefts I'm surfing the rights both front sides and surfing the left backside and surfing the right backside just to you know it was like my own test right you know uh, i have to do these four things before i go in wave and height with the wave height was how much 30 feet okay but uh you know well, what a lot of people don't know about jeff is uh, there is no front side or back side to jeff right and that's a, a a rare and unique talent in surfing a forgotten talent i think it used to be when you were a kid if you switch stance was a trick and you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's a, a small wave trick. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, Jock Southern was my hero, and he switched foot. 
He was a switchfoot. And um, one of my favorite days was out at Jocko's, and the swell was getting too big. And we're the left, the last two guys left out on a big set. And I go, hey, Jock, which way do you want to go? He goes, I'll go left. I go, cool, I'll go right. I rode it all the way over into Lonnie's. <laughs> and uh, it was like that was one of the coolest moments for me to share a wave with my one of my mentors. Are there any other Mavericks surfers that you've seen that have uh, the ability to ride switch out there? Not, not take off in the bowl and and do that. It's it's a different thing. So throughout the years, you've you have so many different contests, and people have people have sponsored the event, and you know the whole Titans of Mavericks thing, and the whole. Do you think that uh, that now that that the wave that's produced by Mother Mother Nature has been let off the leash? The leash has been is no longer involved with that wave and absolutely it's right it's now it's, it's just people can just surf it mavericks is free to it's free do what it does right and those who want to go go set up shop out there in the bowl you know i've always said mavericks will take care of itself and um one of the things that's great is mavericks will be there other than yourself wh who Name one surfer that you would pay money to surf that wave. To Other than yourself. Watch. Yeah, who would you yeah, – yeah, who who's the you guy? Who's the guy you would want to watch surf that wave? Um, oh, my gosh. You know, you've got – there's so many. Uh, Putting you on the spot. You know. Kelly, Kelly's amazing. I've watched Shane. I've watched Kelly. Um, you know, if we could bring Jay back, right? That would be, that would be my call. Jay, Jay was phenomenal. He was getting so good out there. He was going to win the next contest. But, um, um, and maybe I got a, a soft spot in my heart for that because we we did a lot of toe, toe surfing together. Right. And uh, spent a lot of time laughing in the most crazy situations. Do you think they're going to bring toe surfing? Do you think toe surfing will be allowed back uh, at um, that spot? I mean, it seems kind of. It's I saw an article today, and I've, I've thought about that before in the past, where they're allowing these cruise ships to come in here to Monterey, but the, the, the National Marine Sanctuary, they're allowing these cruise ships to come in here and park their asses off of Monterey Bay, but you're not allowed to have jet skis out there, Mavericks. It seems kind of. Yeah, counterintuitive. I, they they got it. They got to figure that That's out. That's fucked because, up. Because okay, we were self. Mark Fudide, right? I started Mavericks Water Patrol. Everybody got skis. We got trained. We figured out how to do water rescue from '95 or '94, '95 till 2010. We had zero incidents. Everybody from Santa Cruz, the city, Half Moon Bay. We were self-regulating, self-policing, and we self-monitored. And we, no accidents. We had no incidents. Right. The law that we all protested against in all the meetings, into you know, leading up to 2010, we all protested this, and they put the law into place anyway. So this is a NOAA law. They had to go through their formality of having public hearings. Right. They had already made up their mind. Right. And we were just kidding ourselves. Our, our the representative that was for us actually worked for them thanks dan <laughs> anyway um 2011 jacob treddy drowns and is found inside in the lagoon and saved and uh he was rescued by russell lord um 
and they kept him going. And uh, actually, the kayaker, kayaker friend of mine that lives in Half Moon Bay found him floating, got him. Russell Orr was flagged down, got him to the beach, and yep. saved him. Following year, we weren't so lucky. Right. We, um, it was the second day of a really big swell, and, and Scion was surfing really good the day before. And, and, uh, and then the second day, we, um, we lost Scion. And uh, that was a, a really um, uh, just tragic, you know, and having the pressure of, of Noah wanting to, wanting to write tickets and, and keep the, the jet skis out of the water. It was just absurd. I mean, the, the, they didn't value human life, which really was um, – I, I couldn't understand that, you know. Jet it's skis are the most – Well, it's like not having an ambulance at the racetrack. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I right. mean, and and it, the, we had the track record from from Foo till 2010. We had we brought everybody home, and then they pass a law that says we can't save our own. That's just wrong. And so I hope that 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 will change. And um, you know, I. I Big Wave Risk Assessment Group was just in Half Moon Bay, and they just did a training. Uh, a lot of people, and uh, you know, the education, the have knowing that most of the people in the lineup can do CPR, or they're they are watching, right, and keeping an eye on everybody. How are you keeping people? How are you keeping people out of the out of that wave that don't belong there? Some guy wants to paddle out from Milpitas, and he just bought his wave storm at Costco. It's a true story, by right? the way. And right? We, right? Had, we yeah. know that story. And he's paddles out there. What, what some people think it's a, you know, a ride like the Giant Dipper at the Boardwalk. You just mm -hmm. have to be a certain size to be able to get to, you know, be on that ride. How, how do you, how do you police those people that should not be there whatsoever? Usually, what happens with that is they rescue him and he leaves. He you he actually take the with his tail between his legs? Exactly. <laughs> it, because w all you got to do is, or, or he's sounded before he gets even gets into the lineup because the guys that are out there in the lineup that know what they're doing can recognize somebody that doesn't right away. And it's like, no, buddy, you got to go over there. You go sit over there by the jet skis. You are dangerous. Especially them tumbling through the whitewater while you're trying to survive yourself. Um, you know, that they don't even get that far. <laughs> they don't even get that far. I mean, Mavericks really does take care of itself. When, when I heard a woman on the Coastal Commission say, you know, I'm tired of hearing about the danger at Mavericks, I just, sh I was just, all you can do is smile at that kind of ignorance. It helps, we it, well, it also helps being a quarter mile out. You know, yes. Quarter mile can evaporate really quickly in uh, three or four waves. One of the most incredible rescues I've ever seen was Adam Rapogel. Right. Go in, did a U, picked up, I think it was Troy or, or Alistair, yeah. right, right in front of the rocks, turns around and goes over 10 or 12 feet of white water, straight up into the air. Both the ski, the sled, everything was out of the water landed it and got away and so you know he's nuts anyway he didn't eat right <laughs> god bless him all right but let's look at the other way if adam 
didn't have it. He wasn't there. That's when people get hurt. Because you guys self-policing and taking care of each other and having the equipment to do that, but when someone's trying to take that away, what happens to the person that you're trying to rescue? Yeah, it really uh, tied our hands when, you know, like when when we lost Sion. There was only one ski in the water. Right. And no, nobody wanted to get a $500 ticket from Noah. Right. There's news today, TC. Big news? There's big news today, <laughs> TC. <laughs> I'm ready. In fact, in <laughs> fact, the, the, the honorable Mr. Jeff Clark did not, in fact, w- was not, the, in fact, the pioneer of Mavericks. It was some guy. It was some guy from Florida, and 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 that we we learned about this today. Is the day you're coming on the show, and we just want to give you this this opportunity to um, yep, yep. this opportunity to make to, to set this straight because some kook in Florida says he's the guy. Well, he's a and he's a self-proclaimed gardener from Florida. <laughs> is that what it says? Okay, this is on a beach. So this is this is your moment. This is this so is your rebuttal. Time to rebuttal. Is it a dance off with this guy? Like what happens? How do you decide who's the the man? <laughs> who rode the biggest horse? Yeah, what's hey, going right. on? Who's got the big Who bump? is this guy? We got to get him on the show. Can we call him? Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out. There, there's some, there's a picture of back in night. Okay, okay, that's it right here. here Surf history Put it shattered. Can can we get this on the camera? Surf history shattered. Is that on the camera. Yeah, Surf it, well, he wasn't shattered. the man. TC, are those boxes of briefs? Uh, box of briefs. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, surf history Jesus shattered. Qu- which you came, why are you putting your ass in my face, for Christ's sake? That's the most ass you got all week. <laughs> surf history shattered. Florida Gardner surfed Mavericks nearly a decade before Jeff Clark. Wow. Jeff, yeah. Rebuttal? Oh, my gosh. You know. <laughs> hey, and, and I like the picture that says surfing Princeton breakwater in 1974 and in the background is the inner harbor that they built in 1981. I'm just like going, hmm, there's some credibility in this article. <laughs> so, and it talks about Alex Matienzo, who was a wonderful man, this white-haired Hawaiian guy who walked into my surf shop on Main Street, and he goes, why do you call your shop Mavericks? And I said, well, my little league coach would take us out there surfing inside the rocks when we're like 10 years old. And he said, yeah, this place is called Mavericks. This was in the summertime, little South Wells. We're riding the little bumps right on the beach. And uh, he goes, wow, I guess, he goes, I had the dog named Maverick. And um, it would swim out off the beach. And we're only talking about 30, 40 yards off the beach. And we'd have to take him back to the beach and tie him up to the log. And, and uh, that's how it Became. got its name, Maverick. And so Alex said, you know, I want to do something for you. Um, and he left for a few days and he came back and he had the, he, I didn't know he painted. So he was an artist. I have this painting of Mavericks and the rocks. Of, he goes, and this is you on the wave. And here's the dog, a white-haired German shepherd on this painting it was just so cool and he goes you know you're the reason they call this place maverick so what about the gardener um the nev- gardener's full of shit never met him <laughs> yeah I, you think he was surfing? So he had, the, was he surfing that south maybe swell spot i d- that's where alex and yeah that's what alex <laughs> said he goes we never surfed out past the rocks he surfed on a lawnmower tc um, he rode lawnmower 
Well, I mean, listen, he might have been around the jetty. He, who knows where he was? And, and maybe he's, he was in Florida. Obviously, we have some credibility issues with the inside jetty in the background mm-hmm. 10 years after he claims a picture. Right. You know, when you, when you have uh, people like Dick Keating, who surfed in the 1967 Duke, um, not recognize anybody surfing there until I surfed it. That's when you kind of, you know, you kind of ask yourself, okay, these guys, some of these people read a lot of magazines and they got, didn't get enough attention as a child and (laughs) they got to write in the new story or what? I don't know. But um, there, there's some real history in surfing and through Pacifica, Half Moon Bay. But, um, you know, the history around surfing Mavericks in the early days, man, nobody wanted a part of it. And I spent probably more time on that point from 71 till now than anybody. I just got to give a little credibility to Jeff because before the Richie Swell and Tom Powers and Big Bird surf with you, um, we go back with Victory Wetsuit days. I was a rep and he was on my surf team. Mm Mm-hmm. He was on your surf team? Yeah, Jeff was on my surf team. Yeah, it was Victory <laughs> Wetsuit, Northern California <laughs> surf team. Yeah, we did. We did terrible contests all the time. But <laughs> Jeff would show up with these, like, 10-foot guns, and he'd have to carry them to the beach because they didn't fit in his car, and he didn't <laughs> want to leave the, up on the highway. That was so, the yeah, yeah. So Jeff comes down the beach, and he's ca- we're like, what are those things? <laughs> like, a gun so was like a 7.6. Right. You know, like, that was like a, a – that a gun. was a gun. Like, if right. you had a seven-foot board, you were like, where are you going with that? He shows up with these ten-foot boards. Where at? Nobody had those. Where at, TC? Oh, we can't say. With secret oh, spot. Oh, secret spot. Yeah. Town secret spot. <laughs> there were about eight-foot A-frames. It was really nice, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, I brought um, – uh, it was a wing swallowtail 9-0 um, that I called the Bloody Maverick. As I took in I, – I, I would build boards from – Shape them and glass them, do it all. And that one we took uh, paint and just splattered it with uh, red paint and little blue. But um, yeah, that I I was the only one. I they didn't have guns around here, so well, nobody had boards like that. He <laughs> shows up with these things. What you like, think? What are the boat? You put a motor on it? What is this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean the biggest the biggest board I had was let's see, I had a Mark Angel that was a seven eight. My other one was the Channel Island 7.6 that I surfed Third Reef Lane with. And, you know, there were, what, three or four guys out there. Mm-hmm. And that was it. There, I mean, nowadays, you know, you've got probably ten guys with nine-foot, ten-foot boards. Right. And uh, it, the world's changed right. for big wave. And interesting about that contest, I just had this thought, like, that contest in particular – you know, Flea was there. Pete Mel was there. Shane Desmond, I think, won it. You know, um, you know, you look back on Skin Dog was there at that contest. Yeah. You know, and that turned into being like that crew. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how small of a little circle this community is. You know, th- those were the those were the crews that kind of they hung together. They they were, you know, they pushed each other, right. and and so they were like, oh, where are you going? Oh, where are you going? <laughs> and I was like, okay. They they would really push each other, and um, and plus you've got you know you've got the perfect points down here to just really tune in your surfing. You know, a friend of mine used to always joke, oh yeah, you're gonna find good waves in San Mateo County. Yeah, good luck. You know, I <laughs> laughed. You know, because 
most of the time it's junk, you know, but if you're, if you happen to be, that's the reason I've never moved is every once in a while you'll get a back door, you'll get a Rocky Point left, you'll get, and then, and then with Mavericks and Rosses and, mm -hmm. and a lot of the other beach breaks, I mean, they just, a storm will come through and shape the perfect sandbar and you're in dreamland and uh, it'll be gone in three days. You know, Cowboy took me to a spot up there near you. I'm not going to say it. I want most guys getting mad, but there's a rock, and it's a summertime spot, and it's a really good right-hander right. that uh, doesn't get ridden very much. And you know, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. A little flat rock <laughs> near Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> Secret yeah. spot. Uh, is that that spot? Hey, there it that's, is. That's the spot right there. <laughs> He's <laughs> showing me a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, secret spot. But that's a good wave. Yesterday? Mm -hmm. That was yesterday? Okay. Yeah. Details. Details. <laughs> Glad winter's here. It's be forgotten. <laughs> if if uh, people listening, um, you're still shaping all the time. You have your surf shop, your uh, your paddle shop. Uh, people want to get uh, Jeff Clark's surfboards or more information about the Mavericks Awards. They can just walk in the store. Yeah, MavericksSurfAwards.com or JeffClarkSurfboards.com. I mean, Jeff Clark. Mavericks.com, Maverick Surf Company. Just Google Jeff Clark. It's going to come up. Google me. Um, right now, I'm doing another big batch of guns, and uh, it's just <coughs> it's a blast. And then I'm riding uh, you know, foil boards. Um, we Look got at that thing back there. Yeah, that, that F4 foil is just off yeah. the hook, man. This thing's really sharp. <laughs> has that gotten Three you? Three feet has long, it bit you see? Yet? No, you don't, you don't let it bite you. You know, <laughs> just I can show you how to not get bit. You can play with you the get your ears fixed. Piranha, you need to get that'd be a good name for that, huh? You get your ears fixed first. Uh, you've always been sort of at the forefront of that, whether it was surfing or windsurfing or uh, stand-up paddling, foiling, surfing Mavericks. You know, I just can't sit still, and technology is just, man, I embrace it. Like like Wayne Lynch said to me one day, we're getting ready to paddle out of the beach up the coast. And, and I go, hey, I've got this 510 Evolution, one of his. It's got Lynch on it. He, he shaped it. And I go, let's put a fin in and ride it. And he goes, hey, why would I ride that when I just shape this? <laughs> this thing is really nice. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> that's, that's what I learned from. You know, I don't want to ride old stuff anymore. And um, so... Uh, you know, when, when the waves were flat and the wind blew, I started windsurfing. I competed in the Surf Sailors Tour all through the 80s. And then, then towing stuff happened and Mavericks and, and uh, building big wave guns, tow boards. Um, now, it, now it's hydrofoiling because the waves aren't always good. And you can go out and, and, you know, my average wave yesterday, yesterday, I was junky. I've uh, my, my wave... My longest wave was like 400 yards, going cool. 19 miles an hour, you know, carving turns. Uh, in the open ocean. Why are we not doing it seems, like, it seems like the open ocean, you know, I, I, I fish and have a boat, and, I, and, and during crab season I see these swells, and I swear they go from, you know, the yeah. four mile to Moss Landing. Absolutely. You get out in the open ocean and, uh, you know, throw me a rope, and I can I – can fly around the whole ocean chasing down swells and stuff and that's why it's it's so popular in Maui they do these downwind runs you know Kai's doing downwind runs and breaking just ridiculous amount of times mm 
And uh, so it's really fun to see the youth embrace the foiling because they're doing things now that we're, we just thought were unheard of. You know, right. you watch birds do it, and now humans can do what birds were doing. Pelican flying over the swell. You know, I never forget, I, I I never forget Vince Broglio not long ago at Cows come by me going, he was hauling ass. Oh yeah, yeah, three feet off the off the water with a smile on the sides of that table right there. Uh, Broglio just well, I like, right. I like what you were, what, what you were saying. This, Neil, what, like what, what Jeff was saying about just the uh, the open ocean seems so amazing. Now when I was in Kauai, I saw guys Honolulu had no waves, but guys were surfing the windswell on the outside, and just going. You see them come around the point, and then they were gone, and it was really interesting. Yeah, it's like why why do I want to go sit with ten of my best friends, fighting over three foot scraps when I can go out in the middle of the bay, and be free as bird. Just going as fast as you could ever go and as far as you could want to go. Uh-oh. Does it hurt when you fall? Nah, I like water skiing. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah, I guess, right? Same well, speed. You can, you can fall, but it's, it's not having a big wave fall on you. Yeah. yeah. It just seems like you're a little higher off the water. And uh, during a, I could see maybe during a big sp- spill, it'd be just this cluster, but I, gotta, I get it. I've fallen going really fast, and uh, actually, I hit uh, 30 miles an hour on, on a wave, and my my foil was at that point was really happy at about 25 miles an hour, and my watch told me that I hit 30 miles an hour, and as I as I caught the wave and I turned across this, it was about a 10 foot wall, and then I just angled back down into the flat and start accelerating. I got to a point it's like, oh, man, this is really going to hurt <laughs> if I fall. <laughs> and you run a Garmin GPS on your cam- on your camera, right? Yeah, the Garmin Verb camera. The Garmin Verb camera has – it tells me the pitch, the roll, and the speed. It's an amazing camera and super easy to edit. But um, Jeff, Cl- Jeff Clark, top speed? Um, 30 miles an hour of a wave that I paddled into under my own power. I mean, a lot of guys get whipped in on skis and stuff like that, but when you paddle into a wave and then hit 30 miles an hour, that's uh, that's going. That's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. And that's a, that's a number I don't think people really know. <laughs> like to me that 30 mile an hour I don't think that's discussed much. It's wave speed surfing, you know. It's well, they say water speed is it feels like double than than uh than ground speed and uh yeah it's it's just really you know that the kind of power surge that you feel in your body when you're foiling is that of say a tesla that that silent acceleration and connection to power that's what it feels like it's a it's an amazing thing there's there's no sound but you can feel the energy of that wave. What's th- what's the best way to learn that? I've seen people out there north of town. I've seen people south of town struggling to ride a foil board. You know, I saw one guy the other day north of town. There he was, and he was he was working his ass off and struggling to get a wave, which he didn't. But which he didn't. Which yeah. he didn't. You know, yeah. a tiny little board. God bless him. Yeah, uh, it's but uh, you know. The easiest way to learn is riding on a little bit bigger, more stable platform. And get, and get instruction, and, correct? And get instruction. And, you know, the, the little tiny boards is something that you need to work down to. Right. Um, 
get go behind a boat. If you can find somebody with one of those $12,000 e-foils, that's a good way to learn. But because that way it y you accelerate and you, you can start to fly and come up and down. And um, it's the equivalent of riding a bicycle standing on a seat in the, in the center post. It's, it's if you lean off, it'll collapse and you'll crash. So you have to really learn to uh, to center yourself. To feel the, to feel the f not the board, but to feel the, the hydrofoil, the foil itself. Well, to feel the wing flying. Right. And then also that centering, you can't, you can't lean like surfing. You have to move with your hips and your, and your legs have to maintain that connection to the, the wing and the board. So it's maybe the towing aspect or towing the boat, hang behind the boat and sort of wakeboard your way to get used to it. A wakeboard. Yeah. And, uh, I think, uh, is it Olivia down here? He's yeah. got a little boom right. sticking outside of his boat to get you out of the prop wash. Right. And you can get going and, and lift up and, and you know, you don't try and do too much. Just go straight. Get, you, you get used to it. It's like a, you know, a baby bird, you know, got to get, get used to flying a little bit before you start turning. So you've taught a lot of people uh, success rate. Like what, how long to become like, I, I, I teach people to snowboard the first day they can skizzle down the hill skateboarding they can push around surfing their wet cats but with this how how long does it take to become like a beginner uh to where you can actually get up and fly um about 30 sessions you're gonna put your work gonna put your work in 30 sessions you yeah. gotta put the time in right and uh you know when when i started it was when they first came out and we're not riding wings anything like that at this point, those things were just way too hard to ride. Right. So it took me uh, two months to get to where, and and the, nobody had figured out the geometry of the wings and right. foot placements and placing the board, and and so we basically were school of hard knocks three years ago, and now I can pretty much set up a board, get it balanced, and get you out and and. Behind a behind a boat on TC. A, uh, that's our next contest. I love it. Yeah, that's I'm, our next I'm contest. I'm actually curious. You and I foiling. I'll put a boom on my boat. And huh? We'll go out there, there and we try go. it. Yeah. Huh? Why not? Maybe Absolutely. we can talk Jeff to come down that day. Some yeah. lessons. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll run the crab gear. We'll hit an open ocean swell. We'll follow boom. you. Boom. Your final words tonight? Uh, it's great to be here. Forty um, First Avenue's got a uh, soft plate. Soft place in my heart because uh, I used to hitchhike down here when I was a freshman in high school from Half Moon Bay right. to surf the hook <laughs> and Pleasure Point. Me too. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just good stuff. Thank you guys for having Thanks, me. Thanks, buddy. And uh, keep an eye out for Maverick Surf Awards. This and do we? Ha I know it's going to be like in May or somewhere, but you haven't announced the date or anything like that. We haven't announced the date yet. No. Okay. But and you'll be tickets will be available to the public for that, or is that an event? It's going to be an event. To where you can uh, show up and cheer on your uh, favorite surfer. It's gonna be amazing. TC, event. here we go. Yeah. Uh, you can you cut you, you caught the show live tonight on Facebook Live with Santa Cruz Waves. You can also hear the show on uh, podcast next few days on Pandora, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Acast, wow. Castbox, and TuneIn Radio. And tonight, live in studio, our newest Boom! sponsor. The captain himself.
Mr. <laughs> from Caldwell Banker. We don't think he does anything at Caldwell Banker. We don't know. <laughs> he doesn't do shit at Caldwell Banker. He's the, he's the captain of the Chardonnay. He's the captain of the Chardonnay. He says he's a realtor, but have you seen dude realtor shit? You know what? We could foil behind the Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah. Toe in with that thing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I see Bernie Cooper over here in the corner. He's got some news, but we're gonna bring the, we're gonna bring that up later on. Uh, portion show is brought to you by Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery. I know you love it. I've gotten the scale today, TC. I know TC. you love it. The amber, dude. I can't stop drinking the amber. Sean Rovai, Farmers Insurance, my buddy that surfs Manresa. Every time I go down there, I don't know why I bother going down there. He is, does he, he call you a buddy? He's no. <laughs> okay. Steals all my waves. Every time I want to wave, he's nick his ass is in my face. Hey, what, if he, what if you got a foil? By the was that fun? You get a foil? You know what? Oh, that yeah, would piss that him that off, would man. Be awesome. Down there in a foil. <laughs> want to thank Fig Fig's in town, by the way. Really? I gotta go by and see Fig tomorrow from Surf City Sandwich. Up you been to Surf is City Sandwich? Is it the turkey? With the, the turkey gravy? cranberry thing with the gravy? Is, is, that, is that on right now? It's on. Okay, that's the best sandwich on the <laughs> planet. Uh, uh, for Neil. 35. Uh, we were else. there tonight. 2000. We were there tonight, and B Brother Timmy took care of all the crew right here. I want to thank Brother Timmy from Pona Hawaiian Tap. Very generous. Chill oh, Cafe, Timmy. were they? Roll the fatties. Thank you very much. I saw one roll down the road. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Uh, H and H, hang on. H and H Fish sponsoring oh, the show. Welcome, Hans. Thank you. How is that black cod? Dude, you the know, black cod is brutal. I, I'm proud of Hans. He's a fixture at the harbor. He's running a great business, and to have them sponsor the show. Thank yeah. you, Hans, very much. Thank you very much. Also, the Harbor Cafe on 17th Avenue. Bloodies. <laughs> Bloodies. <laughs> Even the captain. <laughs> the captain. <laughs> well, can you, you, you can't have Bloody Mary's captain. Have you ever had, have you had, okay. a, have you even had an egg or an omelet there, or you just go for the Bloody Mary? Straight to the Bloodies. Yeah. I want to thank Jeff Winterhall. They're also from North Bay Ford. Thanks, Jeff. I'm bringing my car down for a tune-up. You are? Yeah. You, can, he, can he hook you up? I'm hoping. Jeff. North Jeff. Bay Ford, a great place to buy your cars and get tuned up. Uh, listing stack. What, uh, you and I both need to go. We need to We're go getting our earplugs, yeah. We are getting yeah, the how are your ears, Jeff? Uh, huh? Yeah. No, I had... Have, uh, you, have you seen Dr. Hetzler? I have how many times you seen? How many times have you seen the doc? Oh, I seen, I seen Doc Hetzler once. He bored both of them out, and, right. uh, and I kept... Uh, that a secret that I could hear like a five-year-old for a long time. <laughs> 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 He's a uh, paddleboarding. He, maybe he wanted to go foiling. He may be. I'm going to paddleboarding. Hetzler's a next great week. guy. want to yeah, thank Numa uh, from Aloha Island Grill. Thanks for the great food and long-time sponsorship of the show. AlohaIslandGrill.com. Surface Fisherman Boaters. The Wave Clock is your nautical station for waves. Going to get Jeff one of those. Uh, showing you real-time ocean conditions on sale at TheWaveClock.com. And last but not least... Uh, Dave Grigsby from the Kayak Connection. I don't see him doing much kayaking. All I see is videos of him surfing. Yeah, that's season. Twenty-five that bucks gets you a get twenty-five bucks gets you a uh, kayak at the harbor. Romantic. You want to? You want to? You want to like? You, you want? You ready for this? Here it is. Propose <laughs> to your girlfriend, Neil. Here it that's is. That's a good place to do it. Here Just saying. Go. Just saying, bro. Yeah, bro. Kayaking. <laughs> Will Jamie you? Jansen, I was there this morning at Santa Cruz Corps. Gabby, God bless you, my love. Thank you. She is the best masseuse in town. I want to throw one out to uh, Chris Covier, who is, uh, was Zola, and he's my partner in the Maverick Surf Awards. Oh, very nice. So Zola is a sponsor, Chris. obviously, right? 
Yes, absolutely. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you to Mr. Jeff Claw for coming on the show tonight. Thank, the, thank you, TC. Thank you, Neil. And I just wanted you to know, get ready for next Tuesday, because this place is going to be lit the frick up. Pacific Roots. Yes. Yes. I love that band. <laughs> Dude. They're so, so good. Very, very good. Blow the glass out of this place. They, uh, it's going to be a party. Better call my insurance guy, Mike yeah, Baxter. Quick. Mike Baxter Insurance on the west side. Captain Mike. There's competition for you right man? there. That's free advertising. <laughs> no, sorry. Thanks. Warming Thanks. up my insurance guy. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you very much. Good night to you all. Good night, everybody.